1: Welcome to episode 221 of the S and D podcast show. Steven is here, Dan is here, Vin is here. We're all here this week. What's going on, boys? Not well,
2: much. Happy New Year, everybody. The new improved S and D podcast. We're we're our first show of 2019. So what is happening well, right now? I'm in a good mood. All right. I'm yeah, in I don't know. What? I'm, I'm, I'm happy as
0: hell. Nicole slipped up into your dinner. I don't know what's going yeah.
2: on. The Cowboys and Eagles <laughs> are both eliminated for the playoffs. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, tough break for Nick Foles, the only guy I liked on the Eagles. So, uh, sorry for about that. But Big so long, Cowboys. So long, Eli- Eagles.
1: And said Eli.
2: happy new year.
1: Am I do not even know about Eli there.
2: Yeah, I almost said Eli. That, that's a couple months away. That, But we'll get to that.
0: Yeah, so long, Eli.
2: <laughs> In a couple months. Uh, but... No, Happy New Year to everybody um, Steve, Finn, how are you guys doing tonight?
1: According to Batting Stance Guy It's Albert Poulos' birthday
0: It is Albert Poulos' birthday Albert Pulse's birthday He goes, Albert.
1: whose birthday is today? Has 600 plus homers 3,000 plus hits Former Cardinal, current angel
0: And one confirmed kill In the person of Bradledge
2: <laughs> <laughs> In all fairness to him too
1: he also killed the Lo- the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Uh,
2: Wait,
0: it's true. He did kill the Angels, too.
2: No, 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 no. Unfortunately, that's the GM's fault for uh, not well, realizing yeah. it. It's like, yeah, it's okay. You're he is literally fail. the
1: reason why Harper and Machado aren't signed yet. <laughs> he,
0: no, Chris Davis,
2: the, Chris, Chris Davis. is Chris Davis. <laughs> uh, Davis. Jacoby, Jacoby Ellsbury. Yep. So on and so forth. And every single big Met free agent has signed since uh, Carlos uh, Beltran. You
0: know what actually, like, upsets me about the Mets
1: not having signed either of these guys is, like, Omar Minaya is on this, like, GM head thing. Why is he not being like, hey, we, we spent money once. Let's try it again. All we have to do is defer it 20 years and
0: not worry about it. Well, well, first of all, they don't get guaranteed, you know, things anymore. And second of all, the last time we spent money, it didn't work.
1: Well, it's not our fault he needed two new heels twice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I meant, like, in 2006.
2: Jason Bay. In all oh. fairness,
1: in 2006, it would have worked if we spent a little, like, a, little a tenth bit
0: of on that on arm. the pitching.
2: Or, or the if taxi spent, driver new had drive I was gonna it. say, if
0: we spent like fifty thousand dollars on a personal driver for twenty years.
2: And we can't forget the uh, Jets have a brand new head coach, even though he has psycho crazy eyes. Mm, uh, we'll talk about that later on. Yeah, we'll talk about that later on. Google eyed
0: um, gaze. Google eyed
2: gaze.
0: <laughs> Our Dan's having to giggle. Dan, you smoking something? <laughs> What's going no, on? Here I-, I wish.
2: I'm just. I'm just looking at yeah, his what is his happening? <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at his picture and it's the, yeah. the, the one with the tacos yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with Celine Dion in the background. <laughs> only oh, the Jets, only the Jets, man, only the <laughs> Jets would hire a guy with some psycho killer eyes and just like had the whole world's like in front of them. God.
0: Oh, the pain,
2: bro. Oh, the
0: pain. Okay, well, we were just talking about bad free agents, so let's just jump right into our leadoff.
1: Leading off. Leading
0: off. All right, welcome back to the leadoff. Um, today's leadoff, we're gonna talk about um, free agency in sports in general, and if free agents should have more, I guess, rights. Was what we're going for? Um, or better rules? And I don't know. I, I've been trying to figure this out, I guess cause this off season, obviously last off season it was h- highlighted I, in baseball as well. i will, I'll be honest with you before you hop in.
2: I think this is more of a let's like shorten the narrow it down more because I think every other sport has it down to the point that it's pretty well. It's really the baseball – it's really baseball's issue with free agency with on not having a cap, and everybody else has caps. Baseball this is the only one that technically doesn't have a cap. So baseball is really the one sport we should just keep it to baseball because I think every other sport has no problem.
0: Right, I and could that's, be wrong. That's where – no, that's where I was getting to is – Uh, The the only thing I can think of of the difference between the other three sports, three main sports and baseball is the salary cap. Even though nowadays people kind of treat the luxury tax like a salary cap, but there, you know, there isn't a salary cap and there isn't along with the salary cap. There are, you know, there's max contracts and restrictions on years and different things like that. So I, I guess it makes it's easier to, you know, people just have to fall into certain um, categories or certain, you know, you can't ask for a ten-year deal in basketball or, or hockey, or I guess I guess not in football either. There's a maximum amount of years you can ask for. So, I I so that has to be the difference. But baseball has to have some kind of, I mean, there is a, a CBA coming up, I think in two years, Twenty two I think it's twenty twenty one. The CBA is up.
2: Oh, they're they're for sure having a lockout or a strike. At there there
0: is going to be at some. I'm almost positive there'll be some kind of like or strike or uh, like lockout. Even if it doesn't affect games, kind of like the football one did, it'll affect you know the sport because this has to either they'll put they they're not going to put in a cap. I don't see that ever happening, but they have to put in some kind of deadline for this, like like today. July fifteenth, sixteenth, something like that. Like uh, January fifteenth or sixteenth. That's it. You can't sign anybody else until.
2: Well, nah, that that's dumb because of injuries and everything like that. I know. I, but... I, I think I think what it comes down to is, I I don't hate the player uh, arbitrations, but the teams control so much of the players' prime and stuff like that,
0: and it yeah. it it kills the market if you really look at it. It's. It's true because, like, you talk about we say like, Matt Har Matt like, Harvey made exactly. what eight million dollars this year. Exactly. He's no at no p- point is he going to be worth eight million dollars this season. He was worth eight million dollars when he made half a million dollars the first season.
2: Yeah, it, it's it's just a weird scenario because a lot of these these players are like they should have been free agents like years ago, right? Type of thing, and like when there should have been a free agent in other sports, they're not free agents yet. They have to go through arbitration and everything like that. It, it ML baseball controls more of the more of the contract situation more than right. any other sport. Especially with the minor leagues, yeah. With the minor leagues as well. So they're they're with a the franchise for ten or so years. So between that and teams getting scared off of prior mistakes of prior generations of spending it's it's just not a good recipe of everything recently lastly the last two years everybody was worried there everybody's like don't worry next year with harper and machado it's it's not gonna be like how it was last year and we're past the point spring training starts a month away and neither of those guys Keiko's not even signed yet um Kimbrel's not signed yet, so the big names are not signed yet. That everybody thought would be swoop, swooped up within the first week or two of the free agency. So I don't know. It, it, baseball is just very weird with contracts and everything like that. I would like to see a tinker. Maybe you lose. Maybe like limit a year. Take a year or two off of arbitration, which I doubt's going to happen because obviously everybody everybody uses it. To their advantage, obviously, with the Mets this year. Like, what's the point of signing DeGrom to one year when you want to sign him to multiple years and you're paying him $16 million this year?
0: I, I don't know. I that I guess the, the way I looked at that is like a record for, I guess, no, to, it,
2: it's a record, but it, right. it's just insane. So it's, By the time DeGrom's contract's up. The Mets are not going to want to sign him, so like that's that's the biggest problem it's,
0: with. That's creating. probably the case, but I, then also I looked at it as like a that's an in good faith kind of thing, like oh, we're we're setting you up now because we're looking to extend you. you oh, know, j- Jake's sure. arm is younger than other than his age, you know, because he played shortstop and stuff like that. But he's a, he's a weird scenario, but like, I it, they have to take some kind of years. I don't know if off of arbitration or or just off of, you know, the service time you need. Because it's just, it's getting ridiculous. And maybe there has to be, I don't know if there is a floor that you have to spend in baseball. I guess it's not really going to be like a, a deterrent or it's not going to affect things as much. But we were saying in our group chat earlier, the fact that people are offering Machado basically less than what the Mets offer for per year is ridiculous. ridiculous. Just, you can't make the excuses because he said he didn't hustle. That that's ridiculous. I, it, all this whole thing is is getting bizarre. These are two. This is if, if you rank, if you put these players in their best positions, this is you could argue the best third baseman in the league and the best right fielder in the league, and nobody wants them. Two teams want them. It just doesn't make any sense. It it also doesn't make any sense because they're both like
1: seriously in their prime. Yeah. They're not, are, they're, what are they both twenty six?
2: Yeah, they're both twenty six, ha- and that never happens,
0: ever. Because they went—I don't think either of them signed like maybe they signed bridge deals or something. They didn't sign any kind of you know first contract. This is their first contract,
1: right? Trout sou- signed his first contract. Correct. He which got a contract. Avoided
0: arbitration. Right. They bought out a couple years of arbitration. Bought board the arbitration years and, like, two years of free agency, I think, something like that. But then I, is this going to happen with him in two years? I don't know. I, it's just – it doesn't seem to make any sense. I can't put my head around it because if you look at – first of all, the relief pitchers, most of them all got paid. Kimbrell's the only one there, and the reports where he's asking for five years, and he's, like, 36. He's out of his mind. Yeah, Corbin got paid pretty well. I mean, that wasn't an issue. Last year, the starting pitchers got paid pretty early. I mean, Darvish got his money. Arietta had to wait a little while. It, it's this—they have to, it has to be a service an age thing. But with these, with Harper and Machado, like they just don't want to sign ten-year contracts. It doesn't make any sense to me. People just don't want to give them that those lengths. And I guess I I get it, but it, anybody who needs. Either of those positions should be jumping at this. It, it just doesn't make sense. They need.
1: They, there has to be. And Vin, you, kind, you and I kind of had this talk. Like, maybe they should. You know, they basically ideally open free agency as soon as the World Series ends. I think it's like within yeah. five days.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so when you really think about it, we're
1: we're waiting now. October, November, December, January, middle of January. It's like three, almost two and a half months, a little bit longer,
0: I, it, for these guys to I sign. Would, I would put a freeze on January if I were them. I would say you can't sign anybody in January. You gotta get them before the holidays, or you gotta wait till spring. If you want to wait till spring training, have a good time. But I would put a freeze. I think on they January.
1: should. I think they should say instead of November, it doesn't. Winter meetings should start free agency or start. Yeah, start I, free agency at winter meetings. That's usually when the magic – that's when we've always had the biggest
0: signings happen. Yeah. And even the winter meeting. They're boring. They're all week, and I was all watching. All, yeah. Everybody's sitting in their suites. It's Nobody's talking to each other. It was supposed to be a time of you go out, you have a couple drinks. Oh, you make a stupid trade or something like that. You know, the trade talks get flowing and the free agency gets flowing. What happened at the winter meetings? We almost traded for J T. mundo That was the biggest story the whole week. Was J T. Mundo. Nothing. Well,
2: happened. that was, that was nuts. That yeah, uh, it was the three team deal of between us sending Syndergaard. Right.
0: the Syndergaard thing was the whole. That was the whole league. league wide story was that. Signed like four contracts got signed at the winter meetings. That was it. It, it was just it, they're pointless. Get rid of them or make them start free agency. Either one. there has to be it's clear there has to be something though because I mean baseball's already a boring enough sport they could at least you know have a day have a week where people sign and it makes it interesting
1: right by setting something up you know like say okay cool you know instead of like winter meetings like December so winter meetings is what usually like the second or third week in December the second week, yeah. Like the, the,
0: the,
2: you know, right, right before Christmas. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, what, you, the what they
1: should 10th. do is similar to the NBA. Nobody signs in November. Nobody's allowed to sign from the end of the World Series. All you could do is re-sign players from the end of the World Series until December 1st. December 1st is Talk. when talking starts, like the NBA. Right. You can quote-unquote sign a guy.
0: Agree to terms.
1: Yeah. Agree to terms with a guy but it doesn't become official and they have to make the official announcement at the winter meetings. So basically you don't know what the contract is, what the details are until the winter meetings. Then at least it'll be somewhat exciting because now we're getting to hear player movements at the winter
0: meetings. Yeah. I, something has to change because this is just stupid. Even like guys like, you know, Gio Gonzalez is still a free agent. And there's no really other starting pitchers. Like He's probably the best starting pitcher available. Uh, besides Keiko, probably the best. But, like, I know he had a bad year last year, but Gio Gonzalez can help somebody. I'm pretty sure of it. Like, it feels he's like... a lefty guy? Part of the problem is... A four or five lefty guy? If you look at the league, there's, like, six teams, seven teams in the National League trying to win. It's, like, the four teams in our division, the Cubs the Cardinals and the Dodgers. I mean, I guess the Brewers, too. The National League is a little more. The American League, everybody has just decided that the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Astros are winning. And and even the Indians, who are going to win their division, gave up. Everybody else gave up. The White Sox, I guess, are trying to make a push, but, I mean, that's probably not going to go well. But it just doesn't make any sense to just give up like this. These teams can be beat. The Red Sox, you know, had a lot of lucky things last year. Nathan Evaldi is not going to win, you know, pitch like he did last year. Nathan Evaldi is winning the Cy Young because you said that. I... It just doesn't. It doesn't make any sense to me. The Yankees are, are a vulnerable team. We saw it. It happened.
1: No, don't... I don't know. The Yankees, I don't know, that, you know, you know, there's a problem, you know, there's a problem in baseball when, you know, the Yankee, Harper's not, but you're telling me that the White Sox come out and say they only offered him 175 and the Yankees couldn't offer 180.
0: It's just when you're, we've gotten so much into good contract, bad contract and the other sports, you know, worrying about cap hits and. You know roster bonuses and all this stuff. We we as a fan base and as a as a media has have gotten so much into worrying about what the teams are spending that we think it's good that they're not going spending 175 you know 300 million dollars on a player when they have plenty of money. Don't give me this crap that everybody in the league can afford them. I'll I'll give the Rays the break. Except for the race. and the Marlins, and Marlins. sure. And, the, well, and the Jeter, A's. no, Jeter can afford it. Did you hear Probably
1: Jeter? The A's. Jeter flat out said that he truly believes the Marlins can compete this
0: year. Uh, they could have competed this year, you know, last year, if he didn't trade everybody away.
2: Well, what else is he supposed to say?
0: I, I, I mean, your point's taken, but we've gone over this a thousand <laughs> times. They, they could have signed. Jake Arrieta and Gio Gonzalez and had a f- first place team if they didn't trade anybody.
2: Yep, exactly that just right. Doesn't
0: make any sense. But he pitched his tearing it down and the league approved it, so you know, enjoy misery. He did get rid of the. Uh, the sculpture. That's the only good thing he did was he got rid of the sculpture. Good. He didn't get rid of his catcher yet because he's still asking for 14 first round picks. I mean, equivalent of first round picks.
1: Oh, well. With that being said, let's go play some more across the Bear, and we'll be right back.
2: Back to the SD podcast. You just listened to Across the Bear" by Division One Point One. Um, tonight we're gonna start off with the uh, NFL. We're gonna we'll get to the playoff games later on, but there was a lot of coaching hires. Seem like if you were friendly with Sean McVay or you worked a year with Sean McVay, you pretty much got a coaching job. <laughs> but um, congratulations to the Jets for uh, picking uh, Adam Gase as their new head coach. It's going to be interesting. It's the first time in over 20 years that the Jets actually have an offensive-minded coach. So that's going to be interesting to see. They finally It's long overdue for them to do that as well. So, um, Was he my number one pick? I don't think so. I would have gone with Mike McCarthy. Um, Simple-minded for me to think that, but at least Adam Gase has the track record of everything else. And I would have gone with him, but Adam Gase has his moments of being an offensive-minded guy. Obviously, with uh, being the offense coordinator for guys like Cutler and uh, and uh, Peyton Manning for a couple years, that's where he made his money. Um, I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, what 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 do you guys think about the coaching hires? I'm happy for Vic Van for getting the uh, Broncos job. So good for him. He's been working really hard for the last 25 years, 30 years as as assistant coaches and everything like that.
1: My Jet theory is this. McCarthy wanted full control. Jets didn't want yep. to give him full control. Yep. Bring in a pretty coach. pretty much what it is. Bring in Adam Gase. Let McCarthy sit for the year. If it works out, they're geniuses. If it doesn't, Mike McCarthy's ready to take over both roles next year.
0: Well, I don't know if he wanted roster control. It's possible he did they were saying the big issue was um staffing like they wouldn't let him they were having issues over letting him pick his staff i so and, and that was apparently the same issue with the uh the first guy i forgot uh matt rule was this right rule there were apparently the jets didn't want to let their coach pick the staff
2: yeah which has been the jets uh m o they've been they have a weird situation going on with the Jets. It's like you don't report to the general manager; you both report to the owner, kind of thing. That kind of weird situation. So it's like, all right. So yeah, I don't.
0: I, don't um, I, I. That's weird. Um. I. I'm very meh on the uh the Packers coaching pick. I don't know. Yeah, that much, was my next yeah. Much about him. Um, be, wait,
2: speaking of like, the
1: Packers. Did did you guys yeah. know Josh McDaniels actually hired somebody in Indianapolis?
2: No, I did not know that.
1: Like they their offensive line was amazing this year, right? They released yeah. the coach because he was part of the Josh McDaniels regime.
0: Huh. <laughs> I mean, and that's why it's, it's so bizarre. That was so bizarre. And that's why I found it interesting that he was even interviewing. He only interviewed for the Packer job. And apparently, according to the uh, the Packers, uh, GM and president, both guys said they weren't overly impressed with anybody else they interviewed. Like nobody really stood out which is obviously a you know a knock on him he didn't stand out I I made it very cl- vocal that I wanted McDaniels I think he was the best he would have been the best fit but I watched I don't I don't want to get caught into this because everybody like I guess everybody in the league is getting caught into it but if the the two things I heard well watching that game His offense, Matt LaFleur's offense, is the same type of, the same style. Where a lot of, because a lot of Goff is calling, like, half the offense at the line. Rodgers will love it. Like, there's no doubt about it. He already did that by himself before. And the other thing was, I watched a video uh, today that um, Ryan Grant said, former Packer Ryan Grant, He he was in Washington for a very short amount of time at the end of his career with Kyle Shanahan. And he said they practiced um, running plays more in one day in Washington than the Packers would in a week. And with two young, uh, what looks like uh, budding star running backs that the Packers have, if he carries that over then, you know, it'll, um, it, it should produce good things. His press conference was not, I know we made fun of Gase and his weird eye thing. Matt LaFleur was opening press conferences, and none, I know neither of you watched it. He was, like, stuttering and, and muttering the whole time. So, like, I, he was very either very nervous or just isn't very, like, camera savvy yet. So that wasn't really encouraging, but... Overall, I'm very wait and see on this hire.
2: Yeah, with the M- Lafleur <laughs> hiring, it was the yeah he's the next young guy. Um, let's get him now before everybody's gonna run to get him in a couple years. Let's let's see if he catches magic with Aaron Rodgers and right. pray for the best kind of thing.
0: And apparently, he spoke. They spoke to you know each other before Rodgers spoke to him before they hired him, kind of signed off on him. So. You know, he's the most important piece of the of the uh, franchise right now. So you get him going again, things should be okay. Um,
2: and then Bruce Arians—that's a nice hire from for the Bucs. So it's gonna be.
0: I like I like the Bucs hirings, Both of them. Todd Bowles is it's probably still a good defensive coordinator. Yeah, Speaking of did.
1: a good defensive coach, to Greg Williams, the Jets.
0: Oh yeah, that was I liked it. I don't like his style. I don't like his yeah, style, attitude. I, it's, I we all watched Hard Knocks and it was probably just cuz it was Hugh Jackson, but he was in charge. like that guy. I was they showed it again. I don't know, it popped up on a, uh, Facebook or on a YouTube clip or whatever. One of the receivers was complaining that I know is his offense. But one of the receivers was complaining he wasn't playing, and he was like, well, go ask Todd Haley. I was like, you're in charge here. So, like, it just seemed like –
2: I'm pretty sure that was Corey Coleman.
0: Yeah, 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 thanks, guys. So, like, it just doesn't – I I don't know. It seemed like Greg Williams was a big part of that divisive culture in Cleveland, but we'll see.
1: I don't know. It seemed like Baker wanted him back there.
2: No, I don't know. I think with Freddie Kitchens, they they wanted, they saw Freddie Kitchens being the guy that helped Baker the second half of the season, so they didn't want to risk losing him. No, so I, I yeah. understand why. I understand that.
0: I um, did, did he, Arizona hire somebody yet? Yeah the uh,
1: the college guy.
0: Yeah, uh, Cliff, Cliff... Oh, Cliff Kingsbury, Kingsbury right. Cliff Kingsbury. That, uh, that whole nonsense was...
1: Now, that was a whole other
0: fiasco. I mean... The fact... First of all, I meant to ask this to you guys before. Isn't there... Don't you have to wait a year before you play somewhere? And If you transfer um, as a college?
2: There's, there's a new rule. Certain rules. If you
1: transfer by a certain date, if you fill out the paperwork or something...
0: Yeah. You, something you like can that. play? Yeah. Okay. Because, like... This whole taking the job for a month thing is ridiculous.
2: Well, it's it's the NCAA and it's the most hypocritical thing in the league, oh, in the world. So, I mean,
0: just... Plus you ever, what was, and yeah, I mean, Cliff Kingsbury. What was it? Uh, I forgot the other guy's name, but the the Miami guy. Who?
2: Oh, yeah, I know who. I'm drawing a blank, but yeah, that scenario's messed he, up as well. He was but the offensive coordinator in Miami. Happens. That always happens.
0: Yeah, it's just the worst. It is. It is. It's not fair at all. Okay, we're going to get into the actual games of football later on. I think we covered all the coaching stuff. Is there anything? Well, I mean, Antonio Brown, what do you guys think about that? that? Yo, if I'm not – I'm going to tell you right now.
1: If I'm Cleveland, I'm going
0: all in for him. I don't think the Steelers would trade him to him, but – no, they're not trading him to Cleveland.
2: They're not trading him into division.
0: Um, I mean, I, if you're anybody with one of these young quarterbacks, if you're anybody, honestly, because I think they have to wait until, I guess, June 1st for him because if he gets his roster bonus, then his cap hit is only like $7 million for the year. If the Steelers want to trade him, they're going to have to eat that and pay his bonus and then trade him.
2: Yeah.
0: I, it's such a disaster.
1: I don't know. I put a thing on on our Twitter page, and not a lot of Jeff fans were willing to give up the third pick for him. I
2: don't. I wouldn't.
0: <laughs> you know, it's it's we- One of those weird things, because you know, getting the a player of his caliber with a third pick is not likely. Like it's just he's just he's the best receiver in the league when he's trying, but I, it just seems like like he's been nothing but trouble lately. Like even before this, it's just. Yeah. Partially, I personally, I personally blame Tomlin. Tomlin just lets them do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, I, I don't think he's a very good coach to be completely honest. I like, think he's a, he, I think he's an okay coach,
2: but it's just to the point he's been there for so long that it's just whatever at this point. Yeah, because that's what happens with all these stars, not being, a, not, top, not not in the Patriots style of things, and they've all right. gotten
0: bigger than what they really are. And it might just be a bad combination of attitudes. Like the thing with Levy on, I don't think it's anybody's fault. But oh, Ben just is just just the just money a crank- thing. Yeah, Ben's just a cranky guy too. Like in general. Oh yeah, definitely. So uh, he could they could put him with Andre Johnson and he'd run him out of the lock. I mean he would probably piss him off too. Like yeah. so. I, but I don't. I don't think he's a stealer next year. He definitely I, gets moved. Um. All right, so what else we got? We talk. We talked a lot of baseball earlier. About. Yeah. Um, no. Pittures do we want to Pittures. get to a little so the Mets?
2: Well, uh, what do you want to talk about with the Mets?
0: That they're winning the division.
2: No. Yeah, I know. Brody needs to calm down.
0: I mean, oh. we haven't really gotten into. We haven't, you know, discussed on the show that what we thought of their so far off season.
2: I think it's a B. I don't know. I think it's a B-ish. How many
0: wins do they get?
2: They're in that middle of the pack of uh, 80, 85 wins range, I think. If they get hot and they win a couple more games, do they make a shot to the wild card? That'd be awesome, but... There's just so many holes on the off with bats and defensively that just if they just get that one more guy, their their team is set for the season. There's um, always a what if, what if, what if, what if, what if. I'm
0: still holding out hope that AJ Pollock is comes in because yeah, his price tag's got, got bank... to come down.
1: Yeah, his yeah, but then price what do you is... do? You got you got Lagares, you got Pollock, and you have
2: got Braxton.
0: Braxton, now what? Okay, so, bye, Braxton. Have a nice day.
1: Braxton's going to be the guy who steals the base in the NLCS that turns into a base hit by Jet Lowry to score the winning run. Like,
2: I like the Lowry move, like, but the problem with the Lowry move is he's an All Star second baseman, but he's not going to be playing a lot of second base. He's playing third base. No, I don't. That's what that's my saying. That's my. There's
0: point. a better chance that Broxton is, um. What the hell's guy's name? I, I blacked it out so much that. Yeah, uh, that guy. Who is yeah, that, the real? Who's that, the that guy, guy? Who's the guy I
2: hated two years ago? Everybody. Yeah, there's a lot of guys
0: he hit it. Too. No, there was. a hit more than everybody. Why am I blanking on his name right now? Outfield? Yeah, he was a bench player.
2: Oh, um.
0: Come on, Dave. Mayberry Jr.? No, no. Um. Oh, Diaz. Yes. There's a better chance that he's Alejandro Diaz than him stealing a base in a playoff game to win. Diaz. Don't. Oh God. Um. I I think they're currently constituted... I think they could... I would say, like, if I had to pick a number, they're an 87-win team with some upside. I... I, I have more... I feel like I have more faith in, like, a Jeff McNeil-Outfield experiment than most people do.
2: Like like I told you before, I, I think it's the fact that they wanted... That he went out in the press conference today and right. when he brought up Bryce Harper and you're like yeah, McNeil is going to be our outfielder. I'm like alright fine right. but you can't say that you just can't say that. That's not the reason why you're not getting a elite outfielder.
0: Right. It's just, there's not there's enough room you just you don't want to spend any money.
2: Exactly. 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 Steven,
0: thoughts?
1: I'm sorry, what did you say?
2: But I like Diaz Let's. and Familia. Your boy Familia is back. And Cano is Cano. I don't know. Why
0: is
1: Jerry Blevins not re-signed with us?
0: Because they signed Luis Avalon. No, that's right.
1: Okay, but still, why is Jerry Blevins not getting at least invited to camp?
0: I don't know. Why does he not have a job yet? I don't well, there's so many other players I that know. don't have jobs that he's waiting know. for the Harper and Machado yeah. deals to fall through. Right, so that's that, what yeah. he's yeah, waiting yeah. for. Yep, exactly. He's waiting for his $300 million contract. <laughs> this just is just madness.
2: Um, uh, the islanders are looking good, so Mazel Top said,
1: Up, all downhill from here, Steven.
2: <laughs> this whole
0: thing. No, Listen, we both know how
1: this roller coaster works.
0: Oh, this yeah. whole we all know it. We all know has it. made such little. Sa- I've never been more confused about. <laughs> We're not this good. Being good, We're, there's no shot. I, I it, it really
2: is the amazing.
0: I I left last night at when they scored the overtime. I was like, huh, Valthupula, huh? I I left just because it's not supposed to happen.
2: So. Honestly, with that, I think it was really the uh, uh, the, what's what's helping them out is the goaltending, obviously, with uh, they were last last year. Now they're first. So it's the littlest things help out the most. So and the Rangers are in complete rebuild mode as well. So let's see what they can do with a top three pick at the moment, top five pick at the moment with them. Um, Devils are also stinking it up as well. So yeah, it's pretty much the Islanders in the Metropolitan Division as of for the local teams. And, yeah. in, and being at the Barclays Center, this was my first time back at the Barclays Center in a couple years. It's oh. just it's just like there's no energy. It's, it's so bad. It's horrendous. It's you can honestly count, you can honestly count people in the I know the obstructive view, so you're you can't see anyway. But you can literally count how many people are on the side on the uh, of the arena by just counting with one yeah. hand.
0: It's just so there. There's
2: just there's just no energy at all. It's I, just I I, I they're go- they're gonna go full time back to the Coliseum. I obviously I'm talking out of my ass, but I I, I think they they they're going to. They're going to sacrifice those Tuesday, Thursday nights at the Coliseum where no one can make it for those Saturday games where they're going to get at least some sort of sellout if they're if the Islanders are worth going to.
1: See, tomorrow's going to be a good test because it's on Long Island and it's the Devils. So let's see what kind of crowd shows up for that game. Like That second game I thought was one of the biggest weeknight crowds I've ever seen in my life. It wasn't a yeah, Ranger yeah, game or a Playoff that, game, that but is, you and I yeah, went to it.
0: And same thing for the uh, – I think last Tuesday they played Carolina at the Coliseum. They lost. But it was – there was, you know, 85%, 90% capacity, which, I mean, we but we all know Tuesday nights at the Coliseum is wasteland.
2: Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, but it was nice to see him win in a shootout. Granted, it, it, it was not the best of games. I, I – was pretty boring for the most part but yeah it it was it was good to see them pull out a win cuz they did have the lead and they blew it typical style but it, it was good for them good for them to be playing hard Barry uh coach Trotz is doing his thing and it's it's really paying off of you can tell on how good of a coach can carry a team so far and Bra- uh, Brazil is he finally got red hot and it was about time with that. And then who who else is who's been the unsung heroes for the Islanders so far this season? Uh, I mean, according
1: according to the locker room, it's uh Fipula
0: and <laughs> and Kamarov. Uh, it's really honestly, Steven and I were talking about it the other night. It's Brock Nelson. He's this is a guy who like religiously only scores exactly twenty goals a year. And you don't know how it happened. And he's got 16 goals. You know, we're a little more than halfway through the season. Yeah. He's played very well defensively. He's given them a second line center that they really needed once, you know, some other people decided not to play here. Um, and obviously, I mean, the goaltending you mentioned before uh, Robin Leonard's been phenomenal. Thomas Grice is back to being. Thomas Grice has been fine. Like, he's been good. But he's back to being what he was. Last year was just a really off year, and he's back to being a normal you know, what Thomas Grice was. Leonard's been the big surprise. But, I mean, if you had to pick a team MVP, it's Barzal. He's just coming to his own, one of the top players in the league, and, you know, has bought into whatever Barry Trotz is saying.
1: They're playing defense. It only yeah, took a yeah. year and a half, but Devane Towers is officially the number two defensive player on this team.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just it's the same exact defensive core that they had last year except for you've Devontae's. and i guess for Calvin Dahan. i don't know, whatever else. Well, else you got
1: to realize at this point when if, if Thomas he Hickey comes back, he's not the one coming out of the lineup.
0: I he better not be.
1: But you learned that last week because well, they benched Pelic and left him they, in.
0: They did bench Pelic and they Even also, though they
1: protect they're already protecting him for Seattle, Pelic.
0: Very Trotz, Barry Trotz said, <laughs> I think like two weeks ago now, that um, he made a team out of camp. Like He played well to, enough to make the team out of camp, but they just Lamarillo decided he was coming off an injury. It gave him some more time to get his feet under him before they called him up.
2: Wow, the Nets are holding their own right now against the Houston Rockets. Good the team. Nets? The Nets do that a lot. <laughs> they're actually watch. No, they are. I'll be honest with you. They're actually being watchable. I've been watching a lot of them lately. I've I, actually watched them a lot more than the Knicks have.
0: I mean, the Knicks. I mean.
2: No, so, well, they're in full tank mode. You might
0: as well so. just watch two. The, the biggest story. Yeah.
2: The, the big. The biggest storyline every night with the Knicks are all right. They're playing good, and then they'll blow it in, in the fourth quarter, which you want. Right. Um. But. Yeah, I can't wait till not, they they're that They're not game. watchable. Yeah, they're gonna win a couple games at the end of the year, and they're gonna screw it up. But it's it's really nice to see the Nets actually being a team. They're finally playing good and hard against decent teams, and they're winning. So good for them with that. But the Knicks, the craziest storyline right now is Cantor. He didn't he couldn't go to uh, London. he didn't want to go to London for the game tomorrow for obvious reasons with <laughs> the Turkish government and everything like that. And then they, then the Turkish government wants to arrest him for associating with "quote unquote" a terrorist. Um, so yeah, that's that's crazy. No matter if you don't like him as a player or anything like that, or he's a very annoying on social media, you just you just gotta respect what the crap that he has to go through with the Turkish government is kind of crazy. So hopefully he gets traded we get something back from him at some sort because obviously he's not going to be back with the Knicks next year because we're hoping to get few other pieces to the puzzle for next year.
0: Yeah. he's he, well, I mean, he's not even playing that well this year. Right. Right. No,
2: he's just doing what he does. He's right. He just doesn't play defense and he, he's not the style of NBA player of the current NBA. So he does what he does, but it's not really looked upon.
0: We just need someone who's worse. So that we can get yes, somebody who exactly played
1: for Duke. See, the problem is, is that we're gonna suck so much that we're gonna end up with like the fifth pick and not get anybody.
0: Well, we're... right now they're in the third; they're third to last at the moment.
2: Yeah, we're it's the top three teams, so we just gotta st- stay in the top three. What year
1: was Patrick Ewing drafted? Eighty-eight.
2: Eighty-five.
1: Eighty-five. So we need one of those years. We need the guy who pulled the ping pong balls that year to come back.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We gotta <laughs> suck. We gotta suck for Duke. Oh, well, Dave DeBusher is dead, unfortunately. But <laughs> yes. Um, hopefully we just suck for Duke and we get one of the Duke right. players. But and they have three guys. But obviously we we hopefully get Scion. Right. They, but they have two other guys. Yes. Yeah. Barrett and I'm not sure
0: of the other. Guys. I forgot the other guy. But yeah, those three. One of those three people, sure.
1: 2019 NBA mock draft. Let's see. Zion,
2: Zion, Zion.
1: They also have the 2020 in case you're wondering. Okay. (laughs) Alright, now I'm just seeing shit. Cleveland won getting uh, Zion. Some guy from Murray State. People watch Murray State
0: basketball? Guess so. Sure.
1: (laughs) He's going to go to number two. Apparently to Chicago. And then the Knicks get Barrett. The shooting guard.
0: That's fine. Um. Yeah, R. J. Barrett.
1: Yeah, R. J. Barrett.
0: Cam Reddish is the other guy's name. Yeah, thank you. Who's a forward, a small forward? So well, they say would go five. Right, in the mock that I'm reading, in the mock that reg- I'm reading, right, regardless, those three are, are the big, Duke do- guys. I mean, I guess, I guess they need a guard.
2: Yeah,
1: they need five they, guys they, that know how to play they basketball. Their,
2: they, yeah, they, they just <laughs> need ta- they just need talent. Uh, Kevin Knox has been playing well too. Um, I don't know. It's did just we give be- up? They always Porzingis? draft guys. No, we're not giving up on Porzingis. It's just a sticky situation of uh, when he comes back and does he deserve the big contract and this and that.
0: What about do we give up on him for the season? Like, are they just they're just not uh, bringing him back? I don't know. I haven't really heard much about him. Yeah, so. that's all right. I
2: would either. like to see him play at least play. Yes, so we know a little bit. We, we know what we have with him going forward.
0: Right. If not, we have to go get Anthony Davis which i would take in a heartbeat
1: but <laughs> <laughs> which i'm pretty sure is going to resign somebody said recently I, somebody like, said recently that these guys need to stop thinking about money thinking about all this stuff and just think about oh what's his name fucking who, who's the catcher who signed with Paul milwaukee Nuka? no it's time with milwaukee Oh, got yeah, money, no, yeah. How you gotta not think about money, not think about location, but think about markets and how these markets need players.
2: Oh, stop! it. <laughs> okay, if, you're gonna dang, if you're gonna dangle that much money, you're gonna tell me you're not taking the money. Come on. He didn't. He
1: he he gave up a four-year, sixty-million-dollar contract from the think, Mets. Th- yeah, It'll take well, a year.
2: Yeah, thank thankfully he didn't do
0: it. I I mean, I would have wanted him. He's just <laughs> he's just pissed because he. Turn down a qualifying offer that would have given him more money and stay in goddamn LA (laughs) to go to Milwaukee. Yeah, enjoy. Have a good time. God bless.
1: They are like a catcher away, but
0: I I think they're an entire rotation away if you're asking me. They have a thirteen year old ace.
2: Yeah.
1: Listen, he's allowed to stay out past ten o'clock now, Ben. (laughs) How how long
2: are we gonna make the joke? Yo, like His Hall of Fame years.
1: speech? Yeah, we're going to his Hall of Fame induction. <laughs>
2: for like four years we been making the joke. Who's, clo- who's there who's there who's their Ace? Zach Davies. Like, Zach, up, looked, Zach oh, oh
0: yes. He's like he fifty years like old. Well, yeah. It, he has a mustache now, and he looks like he's growing it in gym class in ninth period. It's I I We can't. joke
1: about how he could only pitch day games <laughs> when yeah. he comes to New York.
0: He gets taken out in the fifth inning
2: because he can get his gonna meditate in <laughs> And it's weird <laughs> like, because
1: you know there's a time difference, so you got to plan it correctly because yeah. <laughs> you got to make sure he's on the right I, time.
0: It doesn't make any sense. That we've been making this joke for years, and he hasn't <laughs> grown at all. It's the same person,
1: and he's got a tattoo, so he definitely goes to school I, in Harlem.
0: <laughs> I mean this. And I mean, we just, we kind of went off the rails here. Um,
1: we're never off the rails when we get to make fun of Zach Davis's. We <laughs> all right, let's, let's let's
2: get to the point where we've all been waiting for with the NFL
0: picks. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's talk.
1: Let's about take. A- let's take a break, and then we're gonna come back and talk a little. Bit you, more.
0: you a three-week break. All right, welcome back to the S&D Podcast. It is time to preview Conference Championship Sunday. Always one of the best weekends of the year to highly matched teams, especially lately. Um, I was surprised, I didn't realize it, but they said that the last time somebody who didn't have a bye was in the Super Bowl was 2012. So it's been a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of chalk, as they say, good teams, Run through, and no different this year. We have the top two seeds in each conference in the championship games. Um, the first game, I guess, 3:30 it starts. So three o'clock is the NFC game. Yep. Personally, I don't think anybody will be able to go into New Orleans and win. Um, they didn't look as sharp as I would have liked last week. They, they came off as a, a team who had a bye. They did, yeah. Very slow start. Yeah,
2: under underthrew Ginn so bad on the first pick. I mean,
0: bad. it's hard. It's pretty easy to underthrow Ted Ginn. I'm going to give him a break on that one. You know how you know he's old? You know how you know he's old? He underthrew yeah.
1: Ted Ginn.
0: But Ted Ginn's fast, though. <laughs> um... um I, I don't think anybody's going in there and, and winning. Even, I mean, their defense turned it on. If if they're giving up 14 points, the first two drives didn't give up anything else. The rest of the game, um, it should be a good matchup. I'm leaning toward the Saints, though. What do you guys? I think
2: I think, I think the Saints are going to win, but the Rams cover.
0: What's his spread? Three and a half. Ooh, three. That's it. What's the over under? uh 57. Ooh, I'm mm, 57. What was the score last time they played? Like 1000 to
1: 1000 to it 986.
2: Yeah, no, I'm definitely <laughs> taking the over and I'm, I'm <laughs> definitely taking the over and I'm I think the Rams are going to You know what's
1: going to happen? The three of us will take the over and they're going to put up it's going the game's going to end right. 12 to 10. It'll
2: be oh, 17. Oh yeah, definitely <laughs> yeah. For sure.
0: I I like I was very impressed. I know it was, the, you know, maybe just the Cowboys and the Cowboys' defense hasn't been the same on the road this year. I was very impressed with what I saw from the Rams.
2: Oh, yeah, me too. I For whatever reason, I don't know why the Cowboys' defense doesn't show up on the road. It makes no sense. But um, they got the running game going with Gurley and C.J. Anderson, which was great to see. Goff did his thing. It's going to be really interesting. This is Goff's real first playoff test on the road. His two playoff games were both at home. So it's going to be interesting to see how he handles the hostile crowd in New Orleans and everything like that. But I think for the most part, they have the the solid defense. I really hope Tlaib doesn't get hurt again uh, because the Saints could pick apart Marcus Peters, and he's just talking so much crap that you know how that normally ends.
0: I hope they cover um, Michael Thomas, unlike the Eagles did. I mean, yeah, yeah. Michael Thomas was open. I mean, why wouldn't
1: you cover the the number one receiver on the, uh, on the,
0: every <laughs> play? It was just
1: the that fact was, that no, it wasn't that they weren't covering him. The fact that Jenkins wasn't shadowing. It was
0: he covering, kept running fifteen yard ends every time, and he was open every time.
2: But I just, but again,
0: Jenkins
1: just is, the the yeah. is the leader of that defense. The safety is the leader of that defense. He needs to be the guy who says, okay, this guy's getting open. I'm going to take over, and I'm going to be the guy who – I'm going to be the second guy. So when he runs that 15, I'm going to be right there waiting for him.
0: T- Tlaib came back into that game. So I think if, if he you know is healthy and plays, he should be covering um, Michael Thomas, no problem. But I just think the Saints are a bit deeper of a team. I don't – honestly, I, I might be – you know, it's going to be
2: interesting. This. Both teams could really run the ball, so it's really at the True. end of the
0: day, both two um, very good two-headed monsters of running backs. I don't trust Goth as much as other people. Yeah, think. I, I
2: don't. I don't trust. I'm
1: Goff. not a thousand I'm not percent ready to him yet. trust him in this scenario. If they were sure. home, I may be willing to look at it as Goth can make the plays. If they were home. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've seen like I've watched obviously last week and the Packer game, where his offense put up a lot of points. I think I mean they scored thirty points. Just last week they scored I think twenty nine against the Packers. So clearly his offense did his job, but he wasn't it wasn't impressive. He missed a lot of throws. He misses yeah. throws high often. I'm not ready to anoint him like a you know an elite quarterback yet. Yeah, he's clearly very talented. And he, and he can be there, I'm just a little, just a little iffy on if he If
1: he, it comes down to him in this game, if it's like two and a half, a minute and a half, four minutes, you whatever know, it is, a drive and, and him. it's him with the ball in his hand, that's going to be his... Right. He'll have to prove it right then. Can he prove it there? But, but, um, but, if he doesn't, it'll be a big storyline for the offseason, but he'll be fine. They'll they'll be the team that goes out and tries to go all in for Antonio Brown.
0: They were, I mean, they did it the last but, off season with all those yeah, guys. But they would have to get rid of a few people, probably. But You'll it probably just get, goes, but they may be willing to get rid of a few people think, to bring in a, yeah, a, wef- sure. a
1: number one. That's a number one. Right there. I mean, sure.
0: I like Brandon Cooks. So I don't think he's number one though.
2: Yeah, and I, and I like right. Woods and and
1: they have the good. Is. They have good two, three,
0: four guys. Sure, they need they need a one. It's a lot closer than I thought it was. To be honest, no, I No, I, th- I think where I also <laughs> you're, think yeah, you're, you're Brands, probably right about the covering. The Rams
2: have the advantage on the defensive end, defensive line for sure. So
0: um, again, like I, I mean, I keep saying they impressed me last week, but like. I don't know if they bought in or if they it was a, it was part of the game plan. I, I've watched Sue play a million games. He doesn't stop the run like he did last week. He's He exactly. pretty much just does whatever the hell he wants most of the time. And he didn't last week, so he must have. I mean, that's, that's the best defensive line in the league.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's so, going to be interesting. In, so. I, I think the Rams are going to cover, and I'm taking the over in this I'm,
0: game. I'm talking myself into picking the Rams now. I don't know. I'm just...
1: I, <laughs> okay, I'm watching, I'm watching Adam Gase chase the taco
0: around his head. I mean, it's so good. The internet is undefeated. It? Yeah, it, it is. It oh, is. My God.
2: All right, the 640, the frozen tundra of uh, Arrowhead Stadium. Apparently, with the wind chill that's going to be below uh, yeah. zero. And snowing. Um, and apparently snowing, and there's going to be a, a lunar eclipse. So, okay, so that means uh, congratulations, New England Patriots. They're going to find a win. we we'll, we'll make it to the Super Bowl again. Um, all kidding aside, the Patriots are three-point underdogs, so I'm going with the Patriots. But it's going to be really interesting. I'm, t- I'm going to take the under because of the snow and the cold and everything like that. It's going to be really interesting. They're gonna, both teams are going to slow it down a bit. Uh, I know the Patriots are going to slow it down a bit, of course. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. It's it's pretty much the the master facing off the pu- uh, pupil. And they had a great game in New England in October. And that was one of the best games I watched all season long. So let's see what happens in a frigid conditions on, in Arrowhead. It's going to be really interesting to see. How does Andy Reid not mess this up?
1: You know, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, KC okay, so could beat them. They barely beat him the last time. Nobody realizes that in the middle of the second quarter on su- on Sunday, the Patriots tape guys were already watching Kansas City tape. <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: definitely. <laughs> I,
1: like, they gave up the first touchdown on the opening drive. Brady
0: marched down the field, scored a touchdown. And they're like, all right, let's start watching tape on Kansas City. I think I'm done basically. betting against the Patriots. Like,
2: well, I'm, I was trying dumb.
0: to look at this the other day. How many people have beaten the Patriots in the playoffs Like over this time? It's just Peyton Manning, the Giants, and the Ravens, and that's it.
2: And the one game with the Jets, eight-year oh, the anniversary of Scott and the Ravens right, okay.
0: a few times. That's and... what right, so I said. It's either the Ravens or it's Peyton Manning in, or... the, in the AFC. That's it. And the Giants. And the, is yeah, in? the
2: Broncos a few times. Oh.
0: Right, but that was Peyton Manning.
2: No, I I know it was Peyton Manning. I'm just saying.
0: Oh, I guess they lost to the Eagles, too. But In the AFC, it's it's just Peyton Manning and the Ravens, which yeah. is very interesting. I, the Jet game. I really – and the Jet game, right. Jets are the one-off. I really want to take Kansas City. I like Andy Reid. And I, I don't like that he got this monster I know the clock issue thing is – But he
2: deserves fun. it. No, but, like <laughs> – he, he deserves it. They blow the biggest games every. The last two playoffs, the Chiefs were in. They blew 10 twenty ten point leads, both games. They did. So they they do deserve it.
0: it I, he did deserve it in Kansas City. It's it annoyed me because. It's like we're erasing everything he ever did. This man did nothing but get the NFC Championship right, game. All right, yeah, you're right. In, 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 in regular Philly.
2: season, he's one of the greatest coaches of
0: all time. Right, but, but in the playoffs, in the playoffs, but he got to, to four NFC Championship games. Oh,
2: there's no denying that.
0: But it's it was yes. Yeah. He just I, chokes. You in those look playoffs. back to like the the Colt one that was, you know, on the road, and they just blew that thirty-five point the, lead. The last year's was. Titans. The Titan won last year. Some and you know. Obviously, some stuff. I really don't. I like. I said. I, I said this in the group chat. I think a lot of that was on Alex Smith. I I feel like you're a bit limited with him. Obviously, a lot less limited with Mahomes. I, but I I don't think I don't see it. I don't I don't see the Patriots losing until it happens. I don't believe it. Exactly. I
2: like Steve? my chances with the Pats.
0: Same, Steve. What do you, th- you think? Pats. I can't. I can't go against Brady. You can't. It's, it's it, it annoying. Just can't. You've but...
2: seen it. We've seen it time and time again. There was a tweet recently, and you know Belichick's gonna. They're gonna just run the clock with with their passing game and their short passes and Sony Michelle. It, it, it's just recipe for a bad weather game.
0: Yeah, he's the best at taking away one thing. So I mean. I guess he takes away Tyree Hill. or maybe Kelsey. I, I this 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 was interesting. With thirteen champ conference
1: championships in his sixteen in his, in his sixteenth completed season, the he's craziest is seventy six point five seventy six point five percent of his seasons he's been in the conference championships. Tom and Brady is more likely zero. to reach the conference championship than LeBron James or or Luca whatever that kid is. Kid on Dallas, yeah, yeah, or or yeah, to hit a free throw. Yeah, LeBron's sixty eight percent. He's seventy three. The Boston Red Sox, the World Series champion Red Sox, were to win a game at home in 2018 They had a seven zero four winning percentage at home. Any qualified QB in NFL history was to complete a pass in any season. Drew Brees set the record with seventy four point four percent this year completion percentages: The average NFL pass five yards downfield or fewer was completed this year, 73%. And Zion Williams is to score a point in the paint, and he's 74% in the paint.
0: I, <laughs> That's ridiculous. So there are three times. To- so he didn't go to the championship game three times. One of the years he was hurt. Broke his leg, right? Second year as a starter. Right. The, after the year the they playoffs. won it, they didn't yeah. make the playoffs, right? What's the other time? Oh, they lost to the Ravens in, like, the division around one year.
2: Yeah, when uh, Ray Rice...
0: Yeah, the Ray, okay. Ray, Ray, Ray Rice right right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Ray Rice or was it uh, Lewis? Uh, it was no, Ray it was Ray Rice. Rice. Yeah, it was like it was Ray Rice's breakout year. Yeah, I think it was 20... It was either yeah, it 2012 was... or 20... I think it was 2012.
2: No, it couldn't beat because we made the play. No, yeah. We beat them in the Super Bowl.
0: No, that was 2011.
2: Okay, sorry. Yeah, I hate yeah. the I hate the, the 20... year and the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
0: yeah. The 2012 season. Yeah, the game okay. was probably played in 2015.
2: There, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's it's just one of those things.
0: It I don't know. so terrible. and annoying, but.
2: Uh, so I... I'm t- I'm taking the pay the points with the Patriots, and I'm taking the under just because of the just you don't know what the, the weather. weather's gonna bring. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. And I that... have a question. Sure. What kind of machine do the Chiefs have that just shoot out these running backs out of nowhere? I don't know. <laughs> these I guys mean, it's clearly like... it's
0: a, it's a system thing, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's been since priest since Priest
0: Holmes. Yeah. Priest Holmes, Larry Johnson.
2: It's like just one guy falls, another guy just pops out of the machine. Well it's like the Broncos, Broncos do it too.
0: This is like you know, maybe it's, it's like the like the AFC Midwest. West. It's the AFC it West. To- I think it's a Midwest thing because the Cardinals also have a, a factory that spits out, like, starting pitchers. <laughs> it's just – it's it's like uh, Chris Carpenter is being cloned in a thing, and I just keep bringing out Chris Carpenter. Or Adam Ray changing... White. Right, because yeah. they're just cloning, like, Michael Wacha. Just, they're just changing his name <laughs> and cloning the same person. Yeah. So. Giving one
1: guy blue hair just to make it look like he's different. Right, right.
0: exactly. Oh, Carlos,
2: but, yeah, it's or it's sad. very sad that football is three games away from being over. But it's going to be, these, these games are going to be the best. And then we'll, we, whatever matchup we get in the Super Bowl, it's guaranteed to be a decent game. And the storylines are going to be there. So sure. that's, that's the good thing about this year's Super Bowl. We've, I mean, been very, we've been very fortunate the last X amount of years of having good matchups in the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: So let's see what happens. It could be the kid Super Bowl. It could be the old man Super Bowl. It we, could be... we need we need a Brady Brees Super Bowl.
0: Well, I, I – right, and I, I think that's going to happen. Like I, I've said, I think that's what's going to happen. But no matter – even if you – I mean, I guess the worst matchup would probably be like Rams – no, I, Rams-Pats would probably be – I think would be the least exciting matchup. But it's still, you know, the new – that's maybe not exciting – that's, like, the new hot coach, obviously, against, you know, the old... They're trying to rename the trophy after him, coach. So, you know, you I know, guess that, that would, could be exciting.
1: The re- the thing that would make that interesting is... Can Belichick... Wade Phillips has done a great job with that team. Can Belichick out-coach an offensive genius and... A defensive genius. A defensive genius. Like Which if, I, I don't like, know... Because he could he could beat any offensive genius and then any defensive genius any day of the week. But can right. he beat both of them? Combined.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, this isn't a new thing of, like, you know, splitting up the offense and the defense. I mean, obviously, this happened across the history of time. But I prefer that kind of style of coaching, to be honest. Like, basically two head coaches.
1: Right. Which... I still think you're going to start seeing more of. I want to see well, who I want to see who, um, Clifton, whatever his name is, brings into the right. coach well, in yeah, Arizona. Like all
0: the, all these young guys, all the McVeigh Shanahan disciples, are, have been handed a a, a, a strong Other offensive coach. coordinator, a defensive coordinator, which
1: is what I think the Jets were doing by bringing in Greg Williams. By the way,
0: right, Greg Williams. The Packers have Mike Pettin, uh, obviously, Wade Phillips. Kingsbury hasn't picked somebody yet but the, even with Arians like Todd Bowles is basically going to be that um, I guess Vic Fangio has it but the opposite because Kubiak is staying on to be the offense coordinator I think mm-hmm. if he's healthy enough I, 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 like I said I like that kind of style Whatever the head coach isn't strong at, you get, you know, basically a former head coach at the other spot. Yeah,
1: well, all right. Well, with that being said, um, our yearly Super Bowl preview show is going to be held on the 30th of January. Um, we're going to do a Skype show, so it won't be live. If you have any questions or anything you'd like to get into the show, we're going to start promoting it so you can... Contact us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. If uh, Listen, we do have a phone number. You can leave us voicemails for the show um, right here on our Skype account. Our phone number is, I haven't announced that in like forever, 516-570-9248. That's 516-570-9248. You can also email us at sndpodcast.gmail.com. We're going to have our good friend Steven Weissman, who, shout out to him, graduated from college today or yesterday or last week, whenever you were listening to this on <laughs> January 16th. Um, so, shout out to him for that. We're also going to have our good friend Joe Kuzumano and Errol on with us as well for the show, just like we've done the past couple of years. So, um, we're also going to raise some money for the show. We've, we're in talks with a couple of charities, trying to figure out which ones are going to let us use, like, basically their image and and inf- a little bit of their information um you know you gotta do everything by the book um also com. there's a contact link on there if you want to contact us uh Sarasso and the beard have been kicking butt with their podcast recently uh i know we kind of talked offline about this danny with jay i'm sure he's got something big coming out soon with the royal rumble coming up um i've kind of been talking to him about it a little bit so maybe him and i'll do something uh and of course wrestlemania is just a couple months away um, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, S&D <laughs> blog, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, all the podcast apps. Anything else?
2: No. Have a good one. Enjoy your uh, championship Sunday and all the other sports, and have a good one. Ben, anything? Bueller?
0: Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, looking forward to the Sunday games and the Islanders' continued success and. Uh... We'll talk to you in the Super Bowl show. Have a good one, guys.